It is the greatest time of the week. Death piles and taxes coming at you hard and strong today. Adam, I'm glad you're here. I needed to contact you about your car's warranty. Oh, I, I was going to let you know that uh, did you need a new website domain. Uh, I've been trying to call you and get a hold of you for weeks. Just don't pick up the phone no more. We're here to get you um, any capital. Do you need any capital money? That's I, I swear, I get like 12 uh, Ponzi scheme calls every single week. Right? Well, they start sending me some uh, what, residuals or some sort of a, a reference check, if that's who's referring to the thing if they're getting through to you. If, if, if I take the call. No, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about your scam calls. We're here to talk about making money and especially right now paying taxes. Because if you're you're on you're on next week's schedule, I think. That's that's the whole deal. You've always been putting it off because uh, that's what you do when you owe the big bucks. Now my problem is I'm on last week's schedule and this daylight savings thing is just dead messing that. Can I, I tell uh, you that's the worst thing in the world. Like my body was finally good. Like I got up at six fifteen. I didn't need an alarm clock. Like I was start feeling good. I was rearing, ready to go. If the sun was coming up, and then this whole like goofiness happened, and now I'm just I'm all just, I'm, all. I'm team. Just leave it alone. I don't yes. care. I prefer this one, but if it's the fall bot, just leave it alone. Leave it be. Let let's, let's just let it do it. So, uh, no, but eBay sells, like you're saying, tax time. People are getting their, their, their checks are coming through. You're supposed to call it a stimmy. Well, there's a stimmy coming through, Not but then there's also a stimmy. Well, don't be giving me no stiffies, Adam. You can laugh in the microphone, too. Last week, you about busted a gut, and it's just silence I have to edit through because you're, you're biting your lip, and you won't, you won't let the people know that sometimes you find me funny. That's true. Well, yeah. So, anyways, people are getting their stimulus money, and they're spending it on stupid stuff. Please go to the Double Comma Llama store. Go buy some more cards. I just shipped out $250 of Jordans last night, so I'm in a good mood. I'm feeling good. I've been selling my wrestling cards. And not only that, I've been buying. I'm finding some undervalued things. I'm getting ready. I sent off uh, my, my PSA membership officially ended yesterday. I got one last uh, shipment out. I, I was able to get some of our uh, Mickey Mantle cards for me and me and our buddy Painter, um, and now I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm a free agent. We got uh, we got the real Adam West coming in here in a little bit, and he's got some ideas for us. So uh, I might I might I might be changing teams. I don't know. Who knows? Well, you're in free agency, just like your boy old uh, Jamal Williams. He's he's uh, trying out the free agency. Hey, you can't blame him if you can get if you can get something a little more effective or you can make you a little more money. You got to do what you got to do. More money, more problems. I have boxes of cards that need to be listed. Maybe what you can do is while people are getting their taxes done, you can say, hey, can you uh, take a couple pictures of this while I'm, while I'm putting in your information here? And uh, I, 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 I mean, 121 cards are sitting here in my office, and I'll tell you what, I am pretty excited. I've got some good stuff. Um, I, you know, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to say anything. Like so I really hope I'm sitting on it. At least ten thousand plus. I'm really hoping closer to fifteen. I really feel like that's uh, in the ballpark. As well, the kids say. it's not going to do it. It's just sitting in a box in your desk. That's the problem. That's why the people are listening to us. I know, but I think what do you like? What do you think about a mystery box? I, I was trying to do a mystery envelope to you last week, and it didn't go, which made me think uh, I haven't opened that yet. So if you want my mystery returned envelope, <laughs> it, it is a sports card, guaranteed a sports card, and it's guaranteed to be up to twenty dollars in value. If you give us a five-star review and write, I want the mystery envelope, and send me the screenshot. Oh, boy. The first one. 
to do that that I that I receive. Wow. I'll send that your way. Wow. I don't even know what's in that. It's car. it's definitely sold on eBay. It wasn't it wasn't a set. It wasn't a return or anything. Wow. And the, the post office messed up, and I just gave the guys money back. I was going to relist it, but I thought, you know what? Well, we'll send it. We'll send it out to one of our listeners. So there you go. Well, see, and then that becomes like the whole idea of you know cracking boxes. That's what everybody talks about. Do you open it up? Here's the thing: is you're still in on the ground level. This is the new podcast. We've been doing it for two years. Every day, we're getting more and more people know us about. You know, you can hold on to that. Don't open it up. And and you know, in, in two years, when Joe Rogan's hitting us to be on his podcast, I mean. You know, you might might flip that. There, because it was addressed. You'll have my personal address, too. So if you ever want to just Google Maps and see where, you know, where I live. Right next to Ryan Smith, the owner of the Utah. If you want to drive over and and see where I live. If you want to bring me a pizza and pretend like I bought it, I'll be like, I didn't pay for this. And you'll be like, yeah, it said it was coming to your house. I'll be like, we don't even have this pizza joint in town. And then we can laugh and share a pie together. Yesterday was pie day. I don't know, Adam. I guess not yesterday, but a couple days ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You never know. Like we have been in on the ground level, like the kids like to say. Just like apparently, like I said, he brought some strong. We got a special guest at the end of the uh, the second hour. Um, second stuff. hour. Well, second second. How long second, are you gonna have me sitting here? <laughs> the people just like somebody just swerved into oncoming traffic out of that shock of two hours. They were down for a little bit, but two hours could be a bit much of us. I'll be honest. I'm 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 ready to go home. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's done. been a long day. I'm spent. The tank is on empty. I'm, I'm ready to... Everyone that's been calling up and get their taxes done by Adam, he appreciates it, but at this yeah. point, he's... Uh... The, the, like, the tax gods don't love... Like, they're, all of these good things that are happening to people, like, do you know who has to figure it out? Me. Everything that is now happening, all of this new stuff... Make it work. There's one guy that... You're, has like, to that, you're out. like that kid that understands technology in an old folks' home where they're like, make my thing work. Just figure this out. Get it going. Here, give me this. Like, make it work. I need to call my my son. What do you mean I'm getting stimulus money? How, why isn't it here now? What do you mean I don't have to pay taxes on my unemployment? You mean my health insurance is going down? Can't you take care of that too? Uh, I guess. These are all things... All good problems to have. They just happened Friday. We knew that they were in the pipeline, so I've kind of been letting people know... Like, I already have people email me saying, hey, now that that uh, bill went through, can you file my taxes? I'm like, no. Like, they haven't even given us the form yet. Yeah, it's, it's, still, uh, it's still a mess. The IRS is always kind of uh, that way, last few years anyways, right? We are praying for the extension deadline. Please make it happen, because if it does, that is going to be the part yeah, of day for me. I'm coming in under the gun. i got my paperwork somewhat in order, so I'm going to come visit you here in about a week. But speaking of Friday... You know where I was at Friday? Yeah, you were at the card show, and, and you should have been selling cards for all of us, making money. Adam uh, had a had a family member that uh, passed away. My nana. So he couldn't make it to the card show. We were going to set up a table. Uh, Mr. Painter had some other stuff come up. So I thought, well, well sir. something like that. I can't, I can't, you know. You know I'm a good friend, and I don't, I don't share secrets like that. Yeah. But uh, anyways, we were going to get a couple of tables. We were going to set up. I didn't want to be solo guy there, hanging out for a couple of days by myself. Uh, so I went as a customer, met up with a friend of the show, uh, the legend. Yeah. We went over there, and uh, man, I went through it pretty fast. The first, one. I was amazed at the things that were there. For for where we're at, where we're located, I was to a card show with Mister Painter a couple weeks earlier. It was a good card show, but this we had. I mean, there was Jordan rookie cards. There was uh, the top. I mean, there was just so much stuff. There was graded cards. There was. Uh, you know your PSA cards. There was your Pokemon cards. There was there was everything. The whole a whole store of the mall was just crammed full, and, and the mall was busy, which doesn't happen much anymore. Most of it was 
action of that card show. Uh, luckily, I did have, have the legend there with me because we went through everything, and he was he was doing the deep dive. He was listening to Death Piles and Taxes and knows that if you want to find the treasure, you got to look a little deeper. you got you to gotta hit it. Yeah, so I, I kind of made my rounds, and uh, he was going through these cards. So I said, well, why not? And so I found me a, a Ricky Henderson card. I found me some good stuff. Um, anyways, went to the guy to purchase, and I, I thought I might have to haggle a little bit. And the legend just got through, and I, I think the guy charged him like 20 bucks or something for what he had. You know, four or five cards. And he looks at my stack, and I, you know, I had a little, uh, you, you had some stuff. I had a little, it was a stack. I had a, there was Alex Rodriguez, who's banned from our show, but I had his Ricky card in there. I had uh, that second year Ricky Henderson card. Um, I had some other good, I had some good cards in there. A lot of Juan Soto's, you know, me and him go way back. And uh, the guy looks at me and goes, how about 10 bucks? I said, that credit, I said, that credit card machine's still warm and handed him my card. Well, meanwhile, the legend's like, wait, wait, what? What? <laughs> You're not hit for 10 bucks? I think the guy was about ready to call it a night or, or whatever. And uh, then we were leaving, and there's this other guy. And uh, there's a lot of people in there that I'd seen at Phil's shop and stuff before. Oh, and just sure. people I knew. Yeah. And, yeah. But anyways, I got talking with this guy, and he had these Jeter rookie cards. And he was selling them for 20 bucks a pop. I mean, they were in good condition. They were raw, but they were in good condition. So unless he just made them, I think I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I sent them off to PSA and uh, already. And is is he the same guy that we met up with in the parking lot at Cabela's? And you know, if he was, he got his life together and he found some, you know, some strength. It's so if it, it was that same guy, good, good on him. Well, but. see, I mean, this is why he's only second. You know, second favorite Brian. He missed it, like, like yeah, probably. Yeah, he sent me a text and. Uh, well, we were just we just must have just almost crossed. He said, "Is it worth coming down?" I said, "Yeah, you got to get down, send some stuff." And there were some stuff. Some people were definitely uh, asking some high prices and knowing what they had, but there were some gems to be to be found. What do you call that? Hidden in the rough or whatever? Some diamonds in the rough, if you will. Yes. So I, I just missed second favorite Brian. He's climbing up on that list. He might be one point five favorite Brian. I don't know. One point five. I need to check in with the original Brian. Maybe I have original Brian and a new Brian. That doesn't sound as bad. No, no, that's, that's not. Just like the good guys, but yeah, just that's like Pelican and OP. Like. Yeah, yeah. He said he was taking his boy down. I, I got painter to, to make a swing over, and he got some stuff. So it was good, man. And yeah, that's it's always a good time. It's just, it like those. I honestly like we talk about making money, but you are you're making memories too. I mean, I'm doing some of the stuff with my kids, and it is it's fun. And you know, don't get me wrong. Like we put in money in this. Like this is. This is more than a hobby. A hobby is you might spend a hundred dollars, you know, buying some cards. I spend more than that. But but you're selling as well, and that's why that's the business side of this. That's, that's the, the, and, and the hence, online retailer. And hence the reason why I'm able to write all this stuff off of my taxes because it is a business, a business. Is that I believe? Bit business. I believe that's how you refer to it. But we also you have to pay taxes and. That's one of the things, and I know we talked about it, but it just it just jostled me again. People are ticked off because now there's new requirements for online sellers that you have to report your money that you sell online. You got, you got now that we got a new president, you got to declare taxes oh, on, on on money that you you made it in your life. Uncle Joey's ruining my life. I told you, Grandpa Joe. I go back and listen, Grandpa uh, Joe. You know, I, I'm not saying I don't know if he's in the candy factory or not. Wow. All I'm saying is. You're gonna have to file your taxes. You just do. Like, don't sneak around it. Just do it. What's the hot tax tip, Adam? I know we're getting the cards again with with. Anytime we bring in a guest that's named Adam, you know it's gonna be good. There's always man. There's just that's just a good name. But what's a good tax? I mean, you've been talking to people. You've been seeing things. What what's a sleeper that people need to be aware of or, or right good now, or something? And, and that is the problem. Like I've turned into this this uh, 
conglomerate, jack of all trades, because now I have to know about so many things to do your taxes, which is why it's always important. If you're doing a business return and a personal return, do it all in the same place. So that way your accountant can kind of give you a broader vision and tell you what you should or should not write off. Um, a lot of times with the businesses, like we have to get our income below a certain threshold because if they're on health insurance, if they're on the, the Obamacare, the, the marketplace, they can only make so much money. But hot tip, allegedly, I haven't seen the final writing yet, but I've seen it all over online, and if it's online, it's got to be true. If you had to pay back... <laughs> That's what my uncles think. <laughs> any kind of the stimulus, or any kind of the, the not stimulus, the... Uh, um, the subsidy, the subsidy payment on your 1095A, you will not have to pay it back. So uh, potentially, there's a lot of people that already filed their tax returns, not even knowing that this was going to be part of the new thing, that they'll be able to amend the returns and get back, like, not two, three hundred, but up to, like, $2,600 because of this one new thing. So if you have Obamacare health insurance, if you have marketplace insurance and have already filed your taxes... Look and see if you had to pay back on you that subsidy. And if you did, you're not going to have to. And going forward for 21 and 22, your rates will decrease. So this next upcoming week, reach out to whoever your insurance provider is, and insurance rates will go down. Look at the Affordable Care Act. Is that, that, there you the go. One. So I'm going to tell you a heartbreak I had this week. Yes. As you know, during the holiday season, I was a bit of a miser. Some might even have called me a Scrooge. And I was selling uh, video game consoles for above market value. Uh, yes, Mr. Skillbag. So the other day I went to, uh, well, I had to go to the doctor before work. I had a little physical thing I had to work out. So I took off a few hours before work. On my way back to work, I wasn't in a hurry to get there because to get there, you know, that you have uh, some things that you have to do. But if you're not there, they're going to take care of it for you. Because at the end of the day, I know what my job is, and I know about the matter of time that I can get it done if I have to. And so I was, I was swinging by. I was looking for cards. And I was, uh, you know, looking for a few action figures. And I happened upon a Target, and I was walking, you know, and I see somebody with a cart, one of their, their carts, full of PlayStation 5s. Oh, no. Which are still impossible to get. So everyone back there in December that said, uh, Santa's just going to leave a note, and my kid will get it in the spring or whenever they come out. Your kid's still waiting, because you still can't get these things, right? right. So this was a, a grocery cart full of these game systems, and they were pushing it back to the employee-only, where they do, like, the... You follow her. Where they do the employee-only, like, where they pick the... You have to come pick up, and they bring it out to your car, orders, you know, that new magic door they have now. So there's a reason that you went online and bought an employee card that says, I'm Derek. I should have. <laughs> I so wish I should have. I'm contemplating if it would have been worth getting arrested for or not still to this point. So I, I do. I turn around like a puppy that uh, saw, you know, somebody with a with a steak and I, I'm like, uh, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> and she's, you know, and I mean, it's like, it's, it's, early, it's not early, early, but it's in the morning. It's in random. I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. Not a lot of people there. And she kind of looks, and she's she's actually went back, and I'm kind of following her back behind the employees only. Stop I said, her. I said, hey, hey, are any of those available for for sale, or, or what's the deal with uh, with those? And uh, she goes, well, you're gonna have to go talk to electronics, uh, you know, see what we got in stock or what's taken for whatever. And right then, I thought, well, what I should do is wait for her to walk off, 
And I should go grab like two and go self-check and get on out of here. Great idea. But I thought, well, no, you don't want to have your face up in the target saying this boy is not allowed to come in here. This guy's not allowed to buy from us anymore. Or maybe that's considered shoplifting. I don't know because it was behind the employees only uh, as the online order kind of thing. Okay. So I don't want to go to jail okay. and not and be able to. <laughs> I don't have to call work and be like, yeah, you know that doctor's uh, appointment. Well, it's over, but I'm in, I'm in jail because uh, this is my one phone call. Because guess where I'm at? I'm, I'm in jail. Uh, you ever heard of a prison wallet? So um, check for my ID. Uh, they uh, so I go back to the electronics, right? And there's no one to be found. Obviously. They got a little button to push, and the button's not working. So I'm hitting the button. Then I kind of tear apart the thing to make sure it's connected. It's not. Put it back together. It's still not working. So I go find somebody else. I'm like, hey, is there anyone over here in electronics? Because you have to be nice because you're trying to smooth. You're trying to do something that they're not going to let you do. And uh, they they get somebody, and this guy comes back, and he's like, oh, yeah. I said, well, I, you know, talked to this lady, pushed the car. They have the PlayStation 5. I was wondering if. There's any stock, or if I can get any of them, they said, come talk to you. Don't know what you're talking about, son. Yeah, you're going to have to do all that online. We won't go to any of the store. I said, but I saw there, there was a cart. <laughs> I saw the cart. It's in the store. It's like, I can show you right where it's at. Uh, I, I just want one. Is it possible for, uh, you, you know, you have, what you have to do is you have to go to Target.com or get the app, uh, Cartwheel. And if you go, if they're available, you select them. And then you have to come pick them up, but we can't sell them in-store, but we can sell them online only. I said, so you don't know if there's any in the back, and if there isn't any in the back, you can go grab it and, and sell it to me right now, and I'll just leave the store. You have to, yeah, I'd have to go online and see if there's availability. You could go and check and see if there's any in stock on that pallet where these five came off of, and yeah, no, I can, no, what you have to do is you have to go online. And so, so there I am in, in Target. I'm walking. I'm a little disgruntled with this. I think, how stupid have we gotten? Like, I'm here with money I want to pay. And it's like that, you know, I'll gladly pay for a hamburger Tuesday that I can have today mentality is going corporate. So I'm like, I'm trying to, I got the app. I'm trying to look it up in the store. The Wi-Fi is not the best. I'm standing in front of the children's books. There's a bunch of children's books. They're, 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 I know I went off on the Seuss the other day and told you, you know, leave, leave them alone. But they're trying to sell all the Seusses they can now. Oh, of course. They're out there. And then there's uh, books, children's books about we all fart and butts. And just sitting there. So I'm sitting there like a weird guy on my phone in front of the, the children's farting book section trying to find out. And I'm thinking, what? I need to go to work. <laughs> and I can't get to work. I can't find any. There's none. And so basically I saw like, uh, you know, probably about $10,000 worth of PlayStation 5s, and I couldn't get one, and I just left it. I thought, well, I'm miserable now. Okay, I can go to work. I'm going to work. I'm going to work. Well, that was our derailed, but derailed. No, that was a resell. I got a derailed rant. That wasn't even derailed. That, that was real life of a reseller. That was real life reselling, huh? Well, I'll, save, I'll save it. Well, that's that's kind of what happens. Like I said, you get that chance, and I know it, it does kind of sound weird, but that's a lot of times the mentality that we've got into is... is you know, just just keep it simple. Like, I, I'm going to tell you something. I, I've been reading. Oh. Oh, we might got some action. The boys across the street are getting ready. And Batman's getting ready to come in the studio. <laughs> He's going to get the uh, the first star introduction here. Oh, here we go. Get ready. No, now they're not. There it is. Stabby part of pacing. Coming in with a hot take. Hot take. There you go. What are you going to tell me? 
They're they're going out. They're they're yeah. They're they out are time. right across the street from the uh, fire department. If you've listened for any amount of time, the you know men this. Men and women here, they take care of so many things. They keep us all. The good safe. part about this is we got an alibi for whatever fire, whatever is happening right now. It's true. Here we are. And we times like that. You can't the sound drop that. Deroy has tried. Can't do it. That's that's the real. I've tried to sound drop it out, and he can't do it. <laughs> okay. That's the real thing. Or I can't do it. Somebody can't. Uh, now, going back to what I was going to say, it was so important. It was so life-breaking. I needed to help me remember what I was going to say. I was going off. We are brick and mortar. Uh, I was at the Target. Oh, well. And you can't you can't buy, you know, things in the store no more. You have to go online. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you can't do it. Just buy it all online. Now, then come like, buy it for me. Yeah, go to the eBay stores and, and see what you can get. See if you can make your money happen, so... No, it, it, it is. It's that. It's that tax time. Get ready. If you haven't filed it, stimulus money will be coming. So if you're listening to this, people have already gotten it. You might get a check this time. That that uh, no prepaid debit card. I hate that. So that's how you know because Deroy he doesn't get refunds. He always owes. So like they don't have his bank account on file because why would he? You know, let them electronically take it out of his account. So if they don't have your account on file, they can't you know, uh, you can. put money in. Everybody that loves the government and trusts them with their bank accounts, think about that. They'll go tell your uncle on Facebook that he has uh, the government has his bank account information. I know, I know. It's like they just put it in there. It means they can just take it out. This is great. Yep. It's a good thing I don't have a lot in there. I have all my money in Dogecoin. <laughs> well, Adam, let's get to our interview. Uh, I think it was a good one. Yeah. Like I said, good I, information out there. Great information. Like I said, good stuff. Um, yeah, catch your, you make it a good week. Like it says, it is getting closer. Get your taxes filed if you haven't. Spend something uh, good with that stimmy money. All right, welcome into Death Piles and Taxes. I think the, the Riddler and the Joker got together, but we got a very patient Adam West with us. Adam, welcome into the show, and thanks for your patience tonight. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Um, I'd like to start off, man. Thank you guys for um, allowing me to come on the show tonight, and, um, you know, real grateful for that, and... Yeah, but you guys gotta stop telling people that I'm Batman. I don't. I don't want nobody else to know. And <laughs> hey, we had to destroy the tapes, but apparently Adam, uh, Adam in here accounting's mom was visiting in the Batcave. You guys are, are like brothers, card collectors, or something like that. I don't know. It, it, we are, but I, I told you that you cannot talk about that online. Like that. That's <laughs> that's, that's that's family secrets, man. Family secrets. <laughs> I always do that. I felt like there was more of me out in the world, and I think I just found it because we kind of grew up in the same kind of childhood. My mom tried to get me to read, and I hated it. But for some reason, I had like that that itch, and I was too young to gamble. But I really, really like sports cards and Beckett's. And it sounds like you were uh, kind of coming from that same cloth, right, Adam? Yeah, yeah, totally, man. Um, also, um, you know. I didn't like to read. Um, my mom was like, look, I got to try something to get this kid to read. So she used to give me, you know, Beckett, tough stuff. I used to actually sit down and read those. And and I used to remember, like, all the prices, all the card sets. And and this was third and fourth, third and fourth grade. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, then I used to go get on the school bus and, you know, trade kids their cards. You know how it was back in the day, like, you have – You'd be on a school bus and you'd have a book full of cards and, you know, people, kids used to bring in their, their brother's cards, their grandpa cards, their dad's cards and end up trading them. So, you know, I wouldn't, like I said, I would, I would know the prices and I'm be like, okay, look, Hey, I give you this one Barry Sanders, you know, I give you these five Barry Sanders cards for that one Emmett Smith. It looks like a good deal, but really, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know like, like, I told you the prices you know, of the cards. Like, 
So were you smart yeah. enough the, to know that the grandpa's cards and the dad's cards were worth more than your cards? All right, so this is the million-dollar question. I'm crossing my fingers, but when did you decide to make this more of a, a business than a hobby? How did you know there was some money in this? I would say probably around um, high school. Um, when I was younger, um, my mom and dad used to go, um, you know, go to go to different stores and malls and everything. And um, it was this guy. He had a little uh, corner where he sold cards, autographs, and stuff like that. So in middle school, I used to go over there. He used to show me pretty much, you know, what to look for when you're getting cards for long term. What to look for when you want to get cards just to flip them or um, trade them. And over time, you know, we kept the relationship. So every time I would go in, the, you know, go to the city, I would always stop by, buy a couple packs of cards from him. And he had just opened up um, his own store um, by the time I was in high school. So he used to get athletes to come in, you know, do autograph signings in the store, in the mall. And it kind of like took off from there. Cause I was like, you know, tell me more about the autographs. And then he just, you know, show me the ins and outs, you know, what COAs, what companies that you should get, what companies you should stay away from. And, you know, and then I got a couple of autographs and I put them online and sold them, sold them to, you know, people I knew um, in the neighborhood and stuff. And right then I knew, like, hey, you know, there's some money, you know, in, in, in sports stuff. So that's probably really when it clicked in high school. So you're you're out east, aren't you? Where are you at, Adam? And and who is your team? Who is your guy growing up? Uh, I'm from Virginia. I'm a I'm a Cowboys fan. So <laughs> I'm just trapped around Redskins fans. It's so horrible. It's so horrible. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, '90s baby. So you know that that comes along with you know the Super Bowls and everything like that. But um, so the trip was the Aikman, the Monta- the Aikman, the Irving and Smith. That was right up your alley. Yep, right there. Yeah, yep. You throw you know you throw in that big offensive line. You can't you can't forget about that. You're in trouble now. I don't know that your brothers because Adam was a 49ers kid that time. So might have some rivalry. <laughs> Those were the best games. Those were the absolute the, the NFC championships between San Francisco and Dallas in the early nineties. They were they were always the games you wanted to watch for. It, the you guys got lucky that one time because I felt like that was past interference on Dion on Michael Irvin, you know. But that was as a Cowboy fan, that was like one of the worst things that like ever could have happened. Like us going to Candlestick Park. And there's nothing but mud everywhere. And I'm just like, oh, my God, we might not make it out this one this time. <laughs> I I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that's the hard part. I mean, the Cowboys, like, I think the last time they were good, like, Derek had a full head of hair. And I might have been a buck ten soaking wet. So that was a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's been long suffering. We're, we're in Utah. We're jazz fans. So, so we feel the pain. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of good teams, man. Um, and, of course, you know, growing up in the 90s and, you know, you kind of, you know, you got to pick your basketball team. So what superstar you want to go with? And, and, of course, for me, it was Michael Jordan. So, you know, I'm sorry, you know, but <laughs> a couple of years in a row, you know, that you guys couldn't, you know, came down to the last shot, came down to a couple of big plays. So I, I know there there's some pain there for you guys. <laughs> nope. I learned something real fast. Like back then I was still kind of heart crushed about it. Yeah, right now I'd love for the Jazz to win. 
But I just sold $250 worth of Michael Jordan cards last night, so I'm pretty happy that he was the guy that he was. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> Yeah, it comes around every every time we sell some of his stuff, we just feel a little more uh, vindified, a little more justified, and, and maybe he wasn't such a bad guy after all. <laughs> I know that's right. So you got the bracket filled out? You, you ready for March Madness? Um, I haven't been um I haven't been paying that much attention to it um this year. Um, but you know I'm right I'm I'm right down the road from Charlottesville, so you know of course UVA fan. Um. So we 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 I, I don't know, you know I don't know who's gonna take it this year. I, I, what do you guys think? Man, I went heavy on Gonzaga. Every time I pick them, they're out about the second or third round. So expect an early exit for Gonzaga. But I was gonna ask you about UVA. That was gonna be my sleeper. I didn't know if they were good or not this year. It started off kind of rocky, but you know we got the boat, you know, going back in the right direction. So it's just I don't think. I'm just going to ride with my team. I'm going to say we're going to win it all because don't they all have COVID right now? Look, look COVID or no COVID, it, it doesn't matter because I'll go down the road and I'll suit up and hit a couple threes from the corner maybe. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you're like, you're 36. You still got a couple of years of eligibility left. Just throw you, I'll throw you in the ball, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably last like two laps up and down the court, and it's over. <laughs> yeah, that'd be me. They they won't beat you up on on COVID though, so I guess you get some open open looks. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so uh, tell us about tell us about your store, investing cards, and how that got started. Uh, it was kind of during COVID and all that, right? Yeah, uh, right before um, COVID, um, uh, I pretty much used to just sell stuff on eBay, um, Facebook. Uh, market groups and um, stuff like that, like individually. And right when COVID hit, I had started. I said, hey, you know what? Let me start a new eBay store. And um, so I just named Investing Cards. And I had a, and I just got back into cards because I was out of cards for probably about like two years. And then I just, you know, started going to Walmart every night, buying packs of Optic and Prism and everything. And, I'm, you know, and I was getting getting some nice pulls out of there. So then I was like, you know what? Let me make a new eBay store. Let me make a new Instagram. And I had, um, and my cousin, he also, um, you know, he's a big, he's a collector too. And a friend of mine, and we all used to do our own separate thing. And right when COVID hit, we was like, Hey, you know what? That's actually all started selling and doing everything under one, um, company name. And so we, you know, it, we did it for, you know, because it, it's been a stressful time for everybody out of here. And, you know, we just wanted to do something fun, you know, try to get back into the hobby together, collect, um, talk about it, you know, sell sell some cars, sports memorabilia together. And it kind of just took off from there. Now I'm looking on your store right now. You got some pretty cool stuff, man. I, I'm a big Pete Rose guy. So you got some Kobe's, some Kevin Durant's, like, what is your like? What's your favorite card that you have, or that you've ever sold, or anything like that? I would say my favorite card, not the most expensive card, but the my favorite all time card is probably the the Kobe Bryant EX Star Date. Um, the reason why um, I got this card, it was like seventy five dollars, seventy five, seventy eight dollars, 
And, you know, I was looking at, you know, the pack pulls, how hard it, you know, how hard it was to get the card. And I was telling my cousin about it. I was like, hey, man, this is a really, really under, underrated um, Kobe rookie card. And, you know, he was like, yeah, yeah, it is. And I was like, I'm telling you, man, like, if the market ever get hot, like, this card probably going to blow because, it, you know, it has the whole cosmic effect and everything. And, um, and I, you know, and you know, the green EX Kobe was always a nice um, Kobe rookie card. And that card actually, like, caught fire. And uh, PSA 9 was going for around $15,000 recently. Uh, probably about last month. How so much did you say? I paid like seventy-five to dollars for it, but it, a PSA nine was selling for like fifteen thousand last that's month. That's more than my truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, ridiculous. But that's that's by far probably like my my favorite all-time card, just because I, it, it was a story behind it. You know, it wasn't something like you know I just got and it was like, hey, you know, I kind of looked into it. I actually thought that if 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 the car if a, if a Kobe car really really caught fire other than a a tops chrome it probably would be that card at some point and you know just for it to actually catch fire was kind of cool so when you're looking at cards or you're buying raw cards what are you looking for what are some of the tips that you were learning growing up that we can give some of the listeners to because everyone knows you can go buy a base rookie but like you're saying with this, add the cosmic effect. What what are some things that uh, little little tricks of the trade for people to be looking at? They're looking to invest in cards for you know uh, making money down the road. I would say um, just do a little research. Like you don't have to spend days and days doing research. Just you know look at your pop reports um, on cards that you you may like. You know like if you, if you see a card that's like a, if you see a, a Kevin Durant card that you don't see a lot of, like, don't second guess yourself. Like, go look at it on the pot report, um, PSA, BGS, and go and see how many there are graded out there in the world because usually a lot of these cards blow up because there are not that many of those cards graded. And I would say I, I've made mistakes um, in the past by not collecting the things that I like. Right. You, you, a lot of times it's, it's so, it's so easy for a new, a newcomer in a hobby to just turn on YouTube or just, you know, look at TV and you just get caught up in buying the, you know, the hot card. And sometimes it's just the easiest looking online, finding something that you like. Um, another good tip I would say is if you know, say if a, if it's a top chrome, um, card and it's really hot. It's selling at a ridiculous price. So you kind of play off of that. So what would be the next type of card that's similar to that? So you would probably go Bowman Chrome. And usually that's when you can find like really, really good steals and really good deals. Like you don't have to pay an arm and a leg for the card that's hot. Just get a card that's similar to that. Um, kind of like with the um, the Kobe Stardate card that I was just talking about. There's another card too. It's called um, it's a Kobe Stargazing, and it kind of has a, a, the same similar cosmic effect and um, imaging on it. And that card right there has already like I think it is I think they pretty much they sell raw for around maybe like six hundred bucks. And I think somebody has one listed on eBay right now, BGS eight five for like three thousand. You know, so, yeah, so. And that's a card I went and got. I picked up two of those, 
right when the um right when the the star the star date um got out of control i said you know what let me look and see what type of cards are out there that's similar to that card so you're 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 finding ones that are kind of hot that are what they're not they're hot and kind of maybe find uh you know something close to it that isn't quite as expensive that you know is going to go up because as that value goes up it's going to kind of bring the similar card up in value too yes yes well that, that makes sense so so it sounds like to me you because you and Derek met on the internet you guys kind of had a, a, a showdown at the 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 golden corral is that how we call it I, I didn't know it was your card man so here's what happened on, on my end is there's a couple grading companies out there and and we're real big on PSA and uh, and so this guy's showing his card and I'm telling him about how this ugly green label is and I just don't think it's gonna have a value and so on and so forth it turns out I'm uh, I'm dogging on our, our buddy Adam West here so apologize for that <laughs> <laughs> hope that card went for, for a lot of money, but let's talk grading and cards and uh, and yeah, what, what's SGA convince us that the PSA you know isn't isn't the place to send our cards to? Well, I, I don't want to I don't want to get into the um, you know I don't want to bash PSA, but I also want you know I want the card community to keep growing and for us to enjoy the hobby as long as we can. Um, and I don't think just, um, you know, if you have a card that's long term, it's, you know, you can send it to PSA because you're, you're planning a whole in that for a very long time. But as you know, if you're in the game, as far as trying to get some money back immediately or like one month, two months, or even three months, that's probably not the route that you want to go because your cards end up sitting out there um, in PSA probably about eight to 12 months. Like we don't know. It's they're that backlog right now. Um, there are a lot of other companies you can go with. I know BGS is kind of backed up right now. SGC, um, they had, they actually was, they actually came to the rescue last year, um, and they got backed up, and they didn't make. Uh, I feel like they didn't make the proper adjustments um, because I actually sent off, I think it was twenty cards, and I didn't get my order back. Oh wow, I think I, I paid for the fastest shipping possible. I don't remember what it was, but um, I ended up getting it back like almost three months later. Um, I know you have GMA out there, but there's a there's a sleeping giant out there that nobody's talking about. I know HGA is out there too. They have wonderful um, labels and color matching, but um, CSG is a company that um, I'm really eyeing and looking at. I actually sent off um, uh, quite a bit of cards to them already. So why, I mean, why CSG? Is it just the 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 time that it takes or or help me help me better understand because i'm still i'm still new to this i'm looking them up right now it's the first time i've ever even heard of them okay all right well um i'll just point out a couple things um a lot of people i don't know if you're familiar with comic books but um cgc the comic book green company they're by far the number one comic book green company in the world um they're actually underneath the same umbrella um you also have cag um, they actually do documents and photos, and then you have NGC, which is the coin and money um, grading company, and they're one of the best in the world at that. And then you got ASG, they do stamps, and they're one of the top companies in the world. So um, there's, I feel like there's no reason why they wouldn't be successful since they're all under that one umbrella 
And CSG, I mean, uh, CGS was actually under the same umbrella at one point. And then I guess they, you know, kind of branched off or did something else. So this is it's new, but it's not all that new. Because under that umbrella, um, um, CGC was actually that car grading company. And pretty much this company is pretty much taking that spot. And they actually do, I know a lot of people look at um, HGA and the AI grading, but CSG, they do AI grading. Their slabs are really nice as far as the quality. It's more of a crystal clear um, slab. And they actually use um, something called um, what they use. They got they have a they have a hologram. They have barcodes. Yep. Yep. They also have a QR reader barcode, and they use um, UV ink, uh, so it make it harder to actually you know the you know replicate that. And they use ultrasonic uh, welding, which makes the case um, impact resistant. Which is really cool. So, like I said, like I said, you just inform me. I mean, obviously, I mean, you probably have an in. You've got all those, uh, you know, comic book cards. You know, the original hand signed Batman stuff. So you've got an in there. I mean, how hard is it to get set up? I mean, I submit a lot of stuff to PSA, but like, say somebody's listening right now, how hard is it for them to go in, get an account set up, and and actually get something shipped off? and get it back. How, what kind of timeline are you looking at? What kind of cost do they have? Um, it's really easy. They, they have a membership program. Um, the basic level is um, $25. Then I think it goes to $175. But this is for the whole entire year. Um, as you go up in membership, you'll just get different discounts for other, um, other companies that's associated with them. Um, but the $25 one would be strictly for the card grading, which is, you know, if you're into cards, that's all you really need. And um, I actually sent off, a, I sent off one card just to test it out. And um, I picked five-day turnaround time, and I got it back. They graded it in two days. Well, uh, that, like you said, if, it, if, it's a, if it's a quick flip, I mean, I just looked on here. LeBron James just sold for $98,000 that is uh, CSG graded. So, and what, what are you seeing as far as how they're comparing to the PSA and the, and the Beckett? on the sales and uh, what's been your experience with kind of trying to sell these cards with a new company? Um, I think it is pretty much going to be up to us as, as the collectors and um, choosing the next company that we want to promote. Um, because let, let's be honest, like these company, like don't make us like we make them. So if we decide that this company is the next big thing, like that's what it's going to be. Um, but you know, um, I, I think the prices they're they're kind of they're they're really similar. The the only thing that's um a little different, they they don't do like the um you know like your 10 or 9, they actually use the BGS grading system where they have to have, you know, to have points. Um so, you know, I know you were talking about the LeBron, um the LeBron CSG like you said sold for $98,000, the PSA 9 was 5 was $50,000. So, you know, that's $38,000 more right there. And the BGS 9.5 was 87000 So, as you can see, they the 9.5 outsold the BGS 9.5, and it outsold the PSA 9. Um, so, the, the CSG actually had, they actually got more categories they can go to. So, after that 9.5, it goes to a 10 uh, pristine, and then you can get a perfect 10. Well, I would like a, a perfect Honus Wagner <laughs> sign card. I'd love that. 
Yeah. <laughs> are, uh, are they doing with the autographs or are they doing the uh, – I can't say authenticity on the air. I don't know why. Every time I try to say it in the podcast, I stumble all over my words. But do they authenticate the autographs as well in their slabs? They do, and it's um, it's it's only two dollars. So if you have a, a card that need that has an autograph, you get that grade is only um, two dollars extra. And if you want to get subgrades, it's going to be ten dollars extra. So it's, I mean, it, you know, like I said, it, that's a lot more reasonable. And I think, like you said, if it's a short term flip, you know, this could be something. And then same thing long term. I mean, who knows? Because everybody is dealing with the PSA fatigue. I mean, I'm extremely happy. I've got 121 cards sitting on my desk right now that, uh, unfortunately, it's tax season. I own my own accounting firm, so I'm kind of busy. <laughs> but I get more excited about selling $250 worth of Jordan last night than I do, you know, making two grand on a tax return. So I'm excited to have my my cards sitting here on the table right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so what's the turnaround time looking like on just your standard order on that? Now you got me curious. I think you've sold me. Yeah, um, I, right now they're um, they're really um, nailing down the, the um, turnaround times. Like I haven't seen any delays. I haven't heard about any delays in the car community as far as the people that send things off to them. Um, I actually, I got a friend that actually sent something off before I did, and he got his card back, um, and he was just like, "Man, like they graded this thing." you know, two days faster um, than, than I picked. And he got the email. They actually sent him a um, a picture, a scan of it, so he can have a scan. He actually got his grades. So you know your grades before it come back to you, which is awesome if you want to, you know, take a sneak peek. Um, but I think the overall prices are, like, that's the amazing thing to me. Like, you know, they're, they have great quality slabs. Um, I wasn't a big, huge fan of the green you know, but but after really looking at the slab and looking at all the all all the effort they put into making the label itself and making sure there was something that was secure, so there's not a lot of counterfeit going out there. Because some of these grading companies just have a basic, pretty label, but we can make those on our at, on a printer at home. And there's no you know there's no holograms, there's no ink anti theft, you know um you know yeah. Um, yeah it makes it it makes it a lot more harder to to duplicate so i don't know man i I think d-roy's got some uh he's got some homework to do now on saturday i think i'm gonna try i think i'm gonna send over some wrestling cards and some of my uh some of my comic book cards and i'm gonna see how it goes i think i think i went from uh trolling you on the internet to like thinking that you uh you've opened my eyes and you're gonna make me money now <laughs> the um the only thing with the um they don't do the they don't do Marvel um comics and stuff cards right now um so you would have to I know they do um C CGC I believe they do some of the Pokemon cards but they haven't opened it up for like wrestling cards or anything like that in their database yet but right yeah. when right when I'm sold they pull the they pull the rug out from underneath the guy <laughs> yeah. You yeah. give them a little time. They'll catch up with you. See, D-Roy, he's always ahead of the game. I mean, I don't know. You, you probably Derek is the wrestling guy. Like, if you're buying cards on eBay that are graded, and they're probably coming from D-Roy, he, he slings them every single day. Well, well, if that's the case, man, I think I need – I think I'm going to – me and you are going to talk after this podcast, and um, I need you to put me on some, like, some, some low-budget – underrated 
WWF, WWE cards because I need some of those in my collection, man. And we can do it. We can do it, definitely. He, he, he's selling the, these Rocky Maivia cards like, what, two years ago for 200 bucks, and now they're selling for 20 Gs. So he was way ahead of it, but sold way too early. <laughs> wow. You're, you're talking about the, um, it, it's, it's a yellow card, right? You got the yeah. yellow board. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had probably, I got a few out of PSA right now. I'm trying to redeem myself, but I probably had four to six of them, and I thought I was printing money selling them for $250. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, that's my, that's my, uh, I don't know if you call it home run or if you call it a strikeout. I felt pretty good at the time, but it turned out I should have waited a couple of years on that. Hey, but, you know, that's always the case, though. Like, we're always going to be able to say that as collectors and, you know, and, and, and people that flip cards. Like, there, there's always going to be that, well, I made 500% back on my investment, and then, boom, it, like, blows. And then you're like, man, I wish I still had, like, two of those cards. So you're always going to have that. You know, most important thing, man, did you make a profit off of it, right? <laughs> There you go. So you got any advice? We got listeners that listen all the time. Some people are big into reselling. Some people are just on the fence and, you know, put the toe in the water. They're always putting out excuses of why they can't do it. You have any advice for, for those kind of people on why they should be selling online and, and how to get into it? Um, it, it starts off with just, just, you know, take time, do a little research, collect the things that you like to collect first. Like don't, you know, always have your ears open and always be willing to learn new things, but start by collecting the things that you really love. Like for me, um, I'll tell you this quick story. Like I, I was, I was, and I am a huge Kobe fan, like huge Kobe fan. And I only had like 10 of his, <laughs> 10 of his cards in my possession. And it was because every time I was like, oh, well, I'll buy some Kobe cards later. I'll buy some later. I'm just going to collect you know, these cards right here, like, and I didn't collect the things that I knew I should be collecting, right? So just don't get caught up in not collecting the things that you're really passionate about. Because if you, at the end of the day, if you collect the things that you're passionate about and you like them, then nine times out of ten, a lot of other people are going to like them too, so. That makes sense, man. That makes sense. So, what, Adam, I mean, like, so we appreciate you taking the time. I mean, you've given our listeners some a, a lot of good advice, a lot of good things. So we're, we're pumped, man. I think we're going to go do our homework. Um, you know, do you know, do you know how we end the show, Adam? How is that? How? Well, there's, we talk about this all the time. There's always two things in life that are for certain. You're always going to have to pay taxes and we're all going to die. So that's the hint, death and taxes. But as a reseller, we all know the term death pile. It's basically, your stack of stuff that you never get listed. So we yeah. always say in life that there's two things that are certain. And do you know what those two things are? Death and taxes. There you go, man. <laughs> so there you go, man. Hey, appreciate you. Uh, you join us. Give us your wisdom. Um, okay, so you go out and check out his store at invest the letter N cards. Got some cool stuff up there, man. Is that your uh, Instagram too? That's your Instagram handle, right? Yeah, that, that's going to be the Instagram and also um, the eBay store. And uh, one more thing, too, I'm going I'm to kick out there, man, just because I want you guys to get on this um, get on this, this good bandwagon that, you know, that is definitely going to probably take off in a little bit, um, if not, you know, for everybody, at least for you and for us. Um, the, the grading company actually, you know, I, do you guys know about Dave and Adams? I've been looking it up, but it filled me in a little bit. 
Well, Dave and Adams is one of the biggest like um, collector firms out there, and they actually they're doing submissions from um, CGS. So they're going to be like they they're actually kind of sponsoring them, you know, if you want to call it that. So that that was like that was one of the biggest things for me right there. And also eBay, everybody knows PWCC, one of the biggest eBay stores out there. They actually are they're actually taking on um, their cards. That's where the LeBron sold at, of course. So they're not PWCC. They're not taking all, um, you know, grading companies. Like I think, you know, of course they do BGS, they do SGC, they do PSA, and now CG, CSG. So a lot of the other new companies, um, they're not like recognizing them, not taking their um, cards right now. Because I actually asked on customer service and they said it wasn't, but they were taking um, CSG. So, you know, I think that's pretty big um, for the future. And um, you know, for us, as far as getting stuff graded. That's the best part, man. That's what we do this podcast. We've done it for over two years. We can always timestamp, say, see, we, we said this. It was March 2021 here in two years when, you know, we're hanging out on the beach in Florida with uh, with the real Batman on the beach because we sold our LeBrons for hundreds of thousands. We can timestamp, say, see, we told you. We told you. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, man, definitely. All right, Adam. Well, thanks for coming in, and uh, thanks for you know hanging out with us with those technical issues. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you, guys. You bet.